Welcome back to the Slutrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Anna D, aka The Professional Goddess, here to empower women to build their own empire and interview sluts who like to make money. On my podcast, I give you a peek inside my life as a girl boss, mentor, retired cam girl, viral TikToker, and now 1% OnlyFans creator. I share my ups and downs of running a multi-million dollar business and the difficult yet sexy path to success. So, my dear slutchpreneurs and my boss bitches in training, grab your notebooks, put on your crown, and if you're a new listener, it's an honor to have you here. Get ready to take a peek inside my pleasure chest. Hi sluts, happy 2023. Today, the day I'm recording this, it's actually Christmas, so merry motherfucking Christmas. Happy holidays to all the hoes. I hope all your sugar daddies and sugar mamas and everyone in between got you everything you hoped and dreamed for. And if not, I hope you spoiled your fucking self, whether it was with presents or self-care, whatever it might be. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Today, today we're talking about sexual transmitted infections, STIs, STDs, the good stuffs, the important stuff. Definitely some information I want to share today to normalize, to destigmatize something that a lot of fucking people deal with. Let's see how many people in America have STIs. It says there are more than 20 million estimated new cases in the U.S. every year. So I think it's really important we talk about this because we all know it's lightly touched on in school, but it's definitely something a lot of us might have a lot of fear around, a lot of regret, remorse, anxiety. So I want to bring you some empowerment today, bring you some education and just talk about it, talk about how important it is to get tested, to talk about how normal it is to have them and how important it is to disclose this information comfortably. So let's talk about the reasons you should get tested. I'm reading from an article from verywellhealth.com. This is by Elizabeth Bosky, PhD and was written right in 2022. So sexually transmitted infections, also known as STIs, are a fact of life for ordinary Americans and so on. They can impact anyone who has sex, even those who are not high risk, and they are common. You can't assume you're not infected just because you don't have symptoms. It's super important to keep in mind. Many STIs are asymptomatic, so it's possible to have one and not know it. This is why regular STI screening is so motherfucking important. And not all healthcare providers will encourage their patients to get STI tests. So this doesn't necessarily mean you should not opt for regular screening. This is especially important if you have multiple sex partners or if your partner may be having sex with other people. So number one in this article explains how even virgins can have STDs. So let me clarify this a little bit. Virgin doesn't mean the same thing to everyone. To some people, a virgin is someone who has never had vaginal intercourse. 
to others, a virgin is someone who has never had any type of intimate contact, including oral and anal sex. But just because your partner has never had vaginal intercourse doesn't mean they can't have an STI. STIs can be spread skin to skin. There is HPV, human papillomavirus, HSV, herpes simplex virus, and syphilis. Other sexually transmissible conditions such as oral herpes may even be passed by casual affection between family members. Oral herpes is usually caused by HSV-1, while genital herpes is usually caused by HSV-2. And many, many, most peoples have oral herpes or are infected during childhood. The cold sores caused by HSV-1 can be spread to the genitals during oral sex, but HSV-1 is a less common cause of genital herpes than HSV-2, however. But oral herpes is usually diagnosed based on its appearance. If you develop symptoms of genital herpes after you've had oral sex with someone who identifies as a virgin, you may need lab testing such as culture or urine tests to confirm whether or not symptoms are caused by HSV. Now, there's also a little confusion sometimes. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert. But sometimes these things may or may not even show up on a test whether uh, you're having an outbreak or not. So if you're going to get tested, definitely if you're having an outbreak, I'm assuming the test results will be much more accurate. Number two is monogamy is not a guarantee. People who are married or in other mutually monogamous relationships often feel they don't need STI testing. This is true only if everyone in the relationship was screened for STIs before beginning a sexual relationship. Many people with STIs don't know they're infected. This can cause relationship problems when symptoms appear years later. So screening before a sexual relationship begins can let everyone involved know where they stand and help avoid false accusations of cheating. Number three, it's never too late to play safe. Some people don't bother getting tested for STIs once they're in a relationship and start having unprotected sex. They may assume that it's too late to prevent an STI, but not all STIs, however, are transmitted every time an infected person has sex. It's never too late to get tested or to start having safer sex. And number four, because you can't be treated until you've been diagnosed. No one wants to be diagnosed with an STI. It's much better, though, to know whether or not you have one. So once you know, you can seek proper treatment. Remember, too, that certain STIs like HIV are much easier to treat when they're caught early. There is evidence with an early detection of HIV treatment, it is possible to achieve a functional cure. And that's something that I am very, very adamant to say that there are so many people now that are living long, healthy, normal lives who have been diagnosed with HIV. It is so, so important to normalize this because medicine has come a long way and especially this type of medicine can make it nearly untransmittable and non-detectable. So it's something to definitely know and have that knowledge because when a loved one might be enduring this. I feel like they get so much judgment and people get scared to touch them or get close to them and treat them like they have the plague or something. And it's just, we're in a different time now, y'all. We can move way past that. Number five, not all STIs cause symptoms. Many people don't get tested because they don't have symptoms, and STIs do not always cause symptoms. However, up to 70% of females with chlamydia, for example, never had symptoms. 
So being symptom-free is not a guarantee you don't have an STI. And this is not to scare anybody. You can still pass an STI onto others even when you don't have symptoms. One of the best ways to avoid passing an STI to your partner is to get an STI test and receive treatment if you need it. Number six, untreated STIs can cause permanent problems. An untreated STI can cause long-term health problems even when there are no initial symptoms. In females, for example, gonorrhea and chlamydia can lead to pelvic inflammatory disease, PID. This disease can leave scars in the fallopian tubes, which can cause infertility or ectopic. Ectopic pregnancy is a life-threatening condition where a fertilized egg implants outside of the uterus. And when caught early, many STIs can be treated before they cause these kinds of permanent problems. And last but not least, number seven, you respect yourself and your sexual partners. The best reason to get tested for STIs is that it encourages honest communication with your sexual partners about STI risks and safer sex. Unless you and your partners have been tested, there's no way to know if you have infections you need to disclose. It's a good idea to play safe even in low-risk situations. It's also important to be able to make informed choices about your sexual health. It's impossible to guess whether or not someone has a sexually transmitted infection, and the best way to make an informed decision is through testing. So it's important to remember that testing is not always 100% accurate. Still, it's far better than relying on guesswork or assumptions. Always carry in case there's cake. Bladesforbabes.com products are intended to protect you while also being cute as fuck. Whether you just started your collection or just need something pretty to open your packages with, we have something in store for you. Hand-packaged by my stellar team, we infuse every knife order with bad bitch vibes guaranteed. Stay safe and sexy at bladesforbabes.com. I wanted to disclose to you the eight best at-home STI tests. I think this is so cool now that you can get a testing kit straight to your doorstep. This is not sponsored. I just think it's so important to pass this information along, especially if a friend or a loved one is needing to get some you know, testing or treatment, etc., I just think this is so convenient and it definitely saves a trip to the doctor. And these days, it's really hard to get appointments. Like I just went to get a physical and it was like a month and a half wait just to get, you know, get my blood pressure done and whatnot. Number one, the best overall is Everly Well, E-V-E-R-L-Y-W-E-L-L. Best for quick results, stdcheck.com. Best for quick treatment, let's get checked. Best for test options is Persona Labs. Best for payment options is healthlabs.com. Best direct is Quest Direct. Best for self-collecting is Nurx, N-U-R-X. And best for couples is My Lab Box. So definitely take note of the, those. Keep that information in your pocket for whenever you need it especially for my sex worker friends who actively engage with content creators. It's definitely a huge part of the job. It's part of the safety aspect and to me an important protocol of the work. And, you know, having these kits on hand would be great, especially if the conversation becomes uncomfortable with a creator, which it shouldn't. That would be like a red flag, but you could at least pass on these websites to get tested. So next I want to talk about telling your partner you have an STI. So what do you do if your test comes back positive? And this information is from kidshealth.org. 
So what do you do if your test comes back positive? After being treated yourself, it's important to tell your sex partners why their health is at risk. So they need to know what's going on. I mean, it's natural to feel worried, embarrassed, and even scared. But to protect your partner, it's a conversation you need to have. Do you need any more reasons? Well, STIs can cause serious health problems, just like we talked about, especially if they're not found and treated. Some STIs can lower the chances of having babies in the future if not being treated early on. And telling a past or current partner gives that person the chance to get checked out and, if needed, treated. Telling a future partner lets that person make an informed decision about their own health. And if you're treated for an STI but your partner isn't, you can get reinfected. So not telling a partner about an STI after a confirmed diagnosis may be a criminal offense in some states. So let's talk about telling your partner. If you have an active infection, it's normal to be nervous about telling someone new. Everyone raises the subject completely differently. Here are some ideas for handling that conversation. I also want to say that based on how your partner reacts is a clear indicator of how they will react in the future over stressful topics. So I think it tells a lot about someone's character and the way they respond, but I also give a little bit of empathy to people when they are undereducated about the normalization and precautions for STIs. So first, let's imagine that the roles are reversed. What would you expect your partner to do and say if they were in your shoes? Be proud of your intentions. Your willingness to have this hard conversation shows that you care about the other person and your relationship. We're more likely to trust and respect people who are honest and fucking brave. It's best to be direct. You can start by saying, before we have sex, I want us to talk about STIs and protection because I have an STI. Say what type it is and how you got it. You don't have to share every detail of your past relationship, but showing that you're open to talking about it and answering any questions can help your partner feel more comfortable. And it's always just best to be honest. It's better for your partner to find out because you said something before someone else did or before an infection occurs. Let the conversation proceed naturally. Listen rather than doing all the talking. Prepare for your partner to be surprised because each person reacts completely differently to the news. Some might get panic, some might be full of questions, and others might just need time to think. So don't push your partner to make decisions about having sex or your entire relationship right away. It's normal to want acceptance and reassurance after revealing such personal information. I mean, in a perfect world, if we could all just get a big hug and a, I understand, thank you for telling me. I mean, that's what we all want, but it's just not the way the world works sometimes. And not all humans are perfect either. But give the other person some space. Make a suggestion like, I know you probably want some time to think about this. And that shows that you're confident and in control. Also, encourage your partner to ask questions. As you talk, give your partner facts about the STI. And if you can't answer all your partner's questions, that's totally okay too. Say you don't know and that you can go to a health clinic together or search online to learn more as a couple. If you and your partner decide not to have sexual intercourse, vaginal, anal, or oral, there are other ways you can be intimate or express feelings for one another. If you do decide to have intercourse, use condoms and practice safe sex, of course. So now let's talk about telling a current partner about an STI. Being diagnosed with an STI while you're in a relationship can bring up a lot of emotions. You may question your trust in the partner or feel ashamed if you cheated. 
But keep in mind that some STIs don't always show up right away, like we mentioned. And it is possible that you or your partner got the STD in a previous relationship without even knowing it. If you find out you have an STI while you're in a relationship, talk to your partner as soon as possible. Be honest, even if you haven't been in the past. Your partner may be upset and probably angry, and that can be hard to deal with, especially with the emotions that you're going through. But the most helpful thing you can do is listen to your partner's concerns and fears and offer information about the STI as much as you can. But give your partner time to digest. If you and your partner have already had sex, stop having sex until you can both get tested, even if your partner doesn't have any symptoms. You and your partner will probably need treatment and take any medication or medicine exactly as your doctor prescribes. If you have an STI like herpes or HIV, treatments can lower the chance of passing the infection to your partner. There is great success and huge progress in these treatments. If you or your partner have multiple sex partners, maybe you're in an open relationship, it's important they all get tested and treated. If you think you've had an STI for a while, you need to let your past sex partners know too and suggest they get tested as well. It may be awkward telling your partners about STI, but it's just the right thing to do. If you think you have an STI or you have questions, talk to your doctor, sexual health clinic, or student health center. And to help prevent them in the future, always using a condom is a great way every time you have sex. All right, and that's our show for today. I will drop the links to these articles in the description of this episode, along with the eight websites that you can do testing at home. And I hope all of you stay safe, stay strong, be proud of who you are. And just remember, an STI does not define you. Love you guys. I'll see you next week. Bye. It's the end of the show, so time to plug myself and pay some bills, so lube up. If you want to keep the show going and learn more about myself and my empire, you can check more out at professionalgoddess.com. My YouTube, mentorships, ebook series, and everything else is linked in the description of this episode, as always. And remember, every time you leave a five-star review, a slutpreneur has an orgasm. So keep the big O's coming. Connect with your fellow girl gang in the Sletchpreneur Squad Facebook group at cehose.com. That's cehose.com. You can also just search Professional Goddesses in the Facebook search bar and it should come right up. Plus, we have a Discord chat, which is our triple X chat to help our fellow sluts out. You can get this link through the Facebook group or just shoot me an email. We'll get you in there. And lastly, if you want to get all up inside me, follow my free OnlyFans at Rebecca Blue with two Ks and my explicit page at Rebecca Rabbit. Now, all you have to do is put in OnlyFans.com backslash my username. I also offer shout outs, which can be purchased at RebeccaBlue.com or just private message me on OnlyFans. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. And as always, refuse to be anything but successful. Go make that money, honey. I'll see you queens next Wednesday. Bye.